you are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Uh, it's Monday. It's uh, it's another week. This week, it seems like we've actually gotten some free agency news. So we actually have hey. something to talk about besides uh, potential drafts that are you know over a month away. So uh, it's, it's nice to have news. It's just, it's just nice to have yeah, something to talk about. Yeah, we've really got a lot of action from the Cowboys since, what, last Thursday? We no. saw them sign Ty Nischke, the, the swing tackle, Terrell Basham, Brent Urban. I believe that was on Thursday or Friday. And now the Cowboys have made their first, quote-unquote, big splash of free agency, signing former Atlanta Falcons strong safety Keanu Neal to a one-year deal worth up to $5 million. I want to make sure I put that in there. Up to $5 million. Up to $5. I believe it's a $3 million signing bonus, a $1 million base, uh, with incentives that can get him paid another million dollars if the Cowboys make the playoffs and depending on playoff time. So first and foremost, Landon, uh, before we talk about the, where he plays and all that kind of stuff, what did you think about the signing and what can you tell us about the player? I mean, I mean, I'm excited about the signing, regardless of whether he's playing strong safety or linebacker. We'll talk all about that. Uh, you know, I think he is a guy who the Cowboys. I mean, this is a great t- classic Cowboys signing, right? This is 100%. a guy who yep. was a former All Pro, former Pro Bowler type safety when he came out. First two years were really successful, highly rated first round draft pick safety out of Florida. Uh, had a couple of years where uh, he struggled with some injuries. Uh, back-to-back years where he struggled with some injuries. Uh, came back in 2020 and really played well after having, like you said, two years in a, back, in a row of, of injury and, and really showed that he's still that same player that he was pre-injury. Uh, really kind of, you know, nobody quite got the buzz that they were expecting because last year was so bizarre. But I, I, mean, I think if you would look at... Uh, the way he bounced back last year, it was a success story as as to his point in his mm-hmm. career. So, uh, and, and really just got an opportunity to kind of re-insert uh, himself into the lineup and show everyone exactly the kind of player he was right before he hit free agency. There was a little bit of a, of a free agent, you know, bidding war. Or I, I don't know. We actually don't know that, but according to the media, there was a little bit of a free agency bidding war between uh, uh, him and da- uh, uh, New York. I'm sorry, the Jets. The Jets. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which, which you know, with Roberts solid there i think that there's a reason that we're getting a lot of kind of competition with uh, some jets on some of these free agents mm-hmm. they're going to be running a very similar system uh and so it's and and, and with robert solid there suddenly the jets become more of a destination than they had been previously. absolutely without a doubt yes but so i i think yeah i mean i was excited i think he's a guy who uh clearly has a very well-defined uh straightforward uh a set of skills uh that he's a box safety linebacker type nickel linebacker uh but he's also extremely extremely good at that role and very very and one of the best in the league at that type of role it's not exactly the most valued role <laughs> that uh, that safeties play uh, but I mean to get that type of 
player who's got that kind of production and insert him into your lineup for you know what is really a very solidly low deal. Uh, I think was was a good signing by the Cowboys, and it's, it's a good positive step towards uh, making that defensive backfield room uh, a little bit better. All right, so the first thing that I want to talk about is the injuries because that's really the story here, right? He tore his ACL, I believe, in 2017, uh, or excuse me, 2018, and then the Achilles was in 2019. And you're worried whenever you have those two injuries together that he's just going to lose his quickness and his burst and his athleticism. And from what I saw on tape in 2020, Landon, I think he still had it, right? Maybe he's not as twitchy as he was as a rookie or in his second year, but I don't think it was a noticeable drop-off, right? And I think there's also the chance now that he's, what, two years removed from the ACL and a year removed from the Achilles, that maybe he gets back to that athleticism. Again, only 25 years old, turns 26 in July. I think there's reasons to be cautiously optimistic that he's still going to be a really good athlete, correct? Yeah, I mean, I think you get a guy who's coming into the offseason not not rehabbing anymore. So now That's he's finally huge. getting back yes. into just you know normal prep for an offseason. So I think there is another step he can take because, like you said, he is still young. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, even on tape, you didn't notice a, a noticeable lack of, of explosion, uh, at least that was, you know, you know, debilitatingly lack of, of explosion. Mm-hmm. I think you saw a guy who, you know, as a defensive back, you know, I kind of wondered when, when the when the talk was about whether him playing linebacker or not. I, I kind of went back and watched just to see if he could. Oh, handle, we'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, just to briefly tease, just to see if he could handle uh, that kind of position. He has the kind of short area explosiveness that could. Uh, really you know stand up for a guy that mm-hmm. size playing linebacker because you have to be very quick to be able to dodge you know blockers and get around to the second level for sure so I, I think he's the injury concerns uh, are, are further in the past than they were you know when he started the season last year for sure I would agree um, let's let's talk about his injuries though do you think this is somebody now who is injury prone or do you think it's just two kind of fluky injuries? I mean, ACLs and and and, and uh, Achilles, they can be fluky. I mean, you you do worry about multiple lower body uh, injuries in a row. I mean, there's a there's a, there is an idea of cascading kind of injuries, overcompensating mm-hmm. when you get those kind of lower body injuries. I, I I'm not as worried about ACLs and uh, Achilles in that sense. I mean, the, those are very serious injuries that you Absolutely. have to come back from, and they can sap uh, athleticism if you're not careful and you don't rehab correctly. But I think that it, as far as you know, promoting future injuries, it's not quite the same as a guy who has you know a problem with their the their lower chain, right? That that is constantly having hamstring, the soft tissue, in, you know, soft yeah, tissue. Yeah. Those are the kind of things that you worry about more long term. These are the kind of injuries that once if you heal them correctly. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes you see re-injury. Sometimes you'll see them hurt the other other leg because of compensation and rehab. I think he's probably out of the of the danger zone there because he's he's far enough away from his rehab there that that hopefully that isn't the case anymore. So I, I'm not expecting him to be. I, I'm not you know on the Sean Lee uh, uh, kind of not yet at uh, least. track yeah. of of having to never practice and and just hope he can get him to the game. Uh, but you know, you never know with these guys. I, I, I'm not exactly you know eyeballing him as injury prone, but it is something to keep an eye on for sure. 
We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. And now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is coconut versus birthday cake. Go to BuiltBar.com or go to at bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. All right, let's go ahead and talk about where he plays because there's been some conflicting reports here, right? So Josina Anderson, she was the first one to report the Cowboys' interest. Uh, she said that both the Cowboys and the Jets had interest in playing him as a weak side linebacker. Uh, according to a couple of different reports, that's how the, the rest of free agency or the rest of the teams in free agency viewed him. Uh, what do you think his role is going to be here in Dallas? Because I saw a report before we jumped on today from Todd Archer where his role is going to be fluid. It's not going to be strong safety or weak side linebacker. It's going to be both. How do you envision the Cowboys using him? Yeah, I mean, I imagine it's something like that. I mean, I imagine it similarly that they're not going to necessarily, you know, force a decision right now because they don't need to make a decision right now. I think they'll probably get him on the field and see where he fits best. I'm sure they'll have packages where he plays one and packages where he plays the other. Um, you know, I also think that there's possibly a politics element here, right? That they don't want to. Uh, potentially ruffle any feathers in the linebacker room by declaring him a weak side linebacker and thereby making him the starter. I, you know, we just don't, I think they honestly don't know. And I think, I think they know what they, they, that he, his skill set can provide. I think they know the options of where, you know, potentially they would put him. I just don't think that they've narrowed it down yet because they want to get him on the field and get everybody on the field and see exactly how it all fits together. But I, I which if is me, whispers what you should be doing, right? Exactly. Like, don't yeah. pigeonhole these flexible, movable chess pieces into one position. It might depend on the matchup, Landon, right? Like yep. if there's a game where, where it's beneficial for the Cowboys to have Donovan Wilson, free safety, and Keanu Neal on the field, I'm sure they're going to do that. If they're yep. playing a team that's using a lot of three and four wide receivers and they want to get faster at linebacker, it probably makes sense to play Keanu Neal as that weak side linebacker. So, yeah, I think that's, that's exactly what the Cowboys should be saying at this yep. stage of the offseason. Exactly. There's no reason to, to give away the game here. There's, there's no game exactly. on Sunday. They're, they're, they're not making depth charts right now. So, you know, what, what are we doing here? At this point, I think the Cowboys, they brought in a player that they think could be a really good run and chase you know, defensive back who can potentially sh cover short zones, give you a little bit uh, as a as a guy who can rough up tight ends of the line of scrimmage, and and whether you call that a safety or a will linebacker, we can we can figure that out later. But but I think they know what his skill set is. They know how they mm -hmm. want to use him. What you're calling him, whether it's a will linebacker or a strong safety, it really doesn't matter. It, it, really, it doesn't what what matter. matters is how he fits in the particular specific personnel grouping that he's deployed in at the time and and that is not something that is being determined here on you know march 22nd <laughs> it's something that yeah. will be determined in august yeah and i mean obviously it's going to depend on the game right as we mentioned before but it also could depend on what the cowboys do in the rest of free agency in the draft right like let's say the cowboys draft 
uh, Micah Parsons, right? And they want to play Micah Parsons as the weak side linebacker. Okay, maybe Keanu Neal is more of a strong side, you know, or the strong safety. safety. Right. I, I think... It's too early to make any declarations of where we want to play him or all, any of that kind of stuff. So for all these people that are panicking about Donovan Wilson snaps or, John, or Jalen Smith snaps, don't worry right now. This is, this is a, uh, a work in progress here. Um, I want to talk really quickly. The, the Eagles also made a move this, you know, at about the same time as the Keanu Neal thing was announced uh, that they signed Anthony Harris, another safety that we've talked about a lot of this podcast for a very similar deal. Looking back at it now, which player would you have rather had for the Cowboys? Yeah, I'm actually kind of, <laughs> I'm actually a little bit nervous about the fact that, that, that Johnson signed that deal, right? Like it, it almost feels like Harris, well, Harris, Harris. Sorry, sorry, Harris. Yeah, it's almost like why was that deal so small, and why why wasn't there more interest in Harris? So, uh, I, I guess I, I I mean I certainly looking at that deal, I'm, I'm not going to poo poo <laughs> the Eagles signing. No, Harris no, it's, it's certainly dollars. worth it's it. A great, yeah. It's a great deal, uh, but I do have concerns now that if that was his market, I mean, look. I think we can make the argument that the that the NFL has just not valued safeties in free agency the way that everyone expects they should in general. Uh, but I also think that Harris was one of the guys that was in that top tier, right? That was in the, yeah. the, the tier yeah. where we thought eight million was the floor probably for for guys like this. So I'm confused as to why he got so little money, and and that makes me wonder. Is there something we don't know about Harris? Is there something about you know him that that's like not, not off the field, but maybe injury concern, something like that that, that we're that we're missing that that has come up that he didn't get a better market than he did? Well, I'm confused by the safety market as a whole for like the third straight year because yep. there's no middle class at all when it comes to yes. safeties, right? Like Marcus Williams got franchised, Justin Simmons uh, got franchised, and then got a massive deal. And then, Landon, there's like a huge drop off from like $13 million a year to $5 million. Like, there's nobody in between. And these guys, I mean, every single year, there's yeah. guys like Anthony Harris and Trey Boston, and uh, they're all going for three to five million a year. Why is that? And what's the line, too? That's the I, question. I don't understand. Like, I mean, because Harris, to me, seems like he was on the other side of that line. Yes. And now that he's on the, the lower end line, that's like a, I mean, He's making five million. He's making fifty percent of what what we expected him to make. At least I expected him. I thought it was kind of at least. I thought ten million, million was the number. Yeah. yeah. So uh, something's going on there, you know. And and obviously it's it's a combination of things with you know our general lack of understanding how the NFL views safeties, and something I think with 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 Harris specifically. I, I mean I can't imagine that that he didn't shop around and, and get looks at other teams. I, I'm just shocked that there wasn't more of, of a number offered and, and that he didn't have more opportunity to make more money. Uh, I mean, it, not even just a, like just a little bit more money, you know, like, I mean, that's just yeah. $5 million is really, even for a one year deal, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. So I, I we'll see exactly what we got, what they've got in Harris. I mean, obviously kudos to the Eagles for signing him. If he is the player that we think he is and they got him for 5 million, uh, that's a steal. But but if he but if there's something that we're missing, uh, and he's there's a reason that it's five million, then then uh, I, I think we'll probably know that pretty soon too. Yeah, I think the age does factor in a little bit. He is in his thirties, where like Keanu Neal's in his you know middle twenties. But still, that's that's not enough of a reason yeah. for a lot of these guys to be paid uh, this little. 
Just want to take a quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. I want to kind of transition to over to over what the Cowboys could be doing in free agency land in, in the next couple of days. And this kind of ties back into the theme of safeties and Keon and Neal. Uh, it's been reported that the Cowboys have visits set up with two free safety candidates, uh, DeMonte Casey from the Atlanta Falcons, and then Malik Hooker, somebody that we've mentioned a bunch on this show. First and foremost, which of these two safeties would you rather see paired with Keon O'Neal and Donovan Wilson in 2021. Well, first and foremost, uh, thank you, Will McClay, for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a, he subscribes on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Leave, leave, leave great review, please, Will. Um, you know, I, 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 I mean, first of all, they're they're coming into the free agency at extremely similar times. I tweeted this out. The, the, they both uh, uh, Hooker and KZ. Uh, had incredible 2018s where they f- were featured mostly in the free sa- safety role that they will play in Dallas. Uh, in mm-hmm. 2019, both players seemingly uh, uh, were kind of misused, miscast, and, and the, seemingly tried to have their uh, uh, roles expanded to uh, some more slot and box snaps than they were probably comfortable to, with, and they both kind of mm-hmm. took a step back. And then both players in their last year before free agency in 2020 uh, suffer major injuries. Uh, yep. uh, uh, Hooker, they both have Achilles injuries, actually. Uh, Hooker got his in late September, and uh, Kazee has his in uh, uh, early October. So very, very close timelines. Uh, the, the, the big difference here is is age and upside, I think, right? I, I think Kazee is a guy who's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 27, almost 28 years old. Uh, he probably, if, yep. if he's healthy, he might provide uh, a little bit more of a floor, I think, with than Hooker does. Uh, just because I think, obviously, directly playing in this system, knowing Quinn, all those things are going to allow a certain amount of comfort for sure. Uh I, I just think Hooker might be a better choice, though, just simply because he's younger, he's more athletic, there's more upside there. Um, but, again, my advocate here is I think you go get both. Like, why not? Yeah, like, I, they're, yeah, they're both, I the safety market is so cheap, and, and if you're signing guys like Harris to $5 million deals, what are you getting two free safeties that were both coming off Achilles injuries for? $6 million total? Toth, but for both, yeah, I think so. Probably. So I, I do that deal. I mean, listen, I know it seems like overkill, but honestly, it's like it's a level of, of security in the in, in the free safety market, a spot that we haven't had in. I don't know when did Darren Woodson retire. <laughs> like, I want to like know. Come time, on, Ken, you know? Ken Ken Hamlin was Ken good Hamlin, for I here. guess. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. uh, so I actually reached out to some of my Falcons people about KZ, and they said early on in his career when he was playing primarily free safety was when he was playing his best football. Uh, but because of some of the injuries, and they actually had another safety, they liked Ricardo Allen quite a bit. They moved Casey down in the slot, and it's just not a spot that he's great at. He, he's yeah. just not really a slot corner. So if the Cowboys are using him primarily as a free safety, I think you can get better football out of him than what we've seen over the last couple of years. However... 
Malik Hooker is a guy that I just can't stop loving, right? This goes all the way back to yeah. his days at Ohio State. And we talked about the injury-prone label with Keanu Neal and how we don't really think that applies. I think it applies to Malik Hooker, right? Yeah. This is somebody who just doesn't stay healthy. Uh, I believe the most games he's ever played in a season was like 14. He played 14 in 2018, 13 in 2019, and then he has the Achilles. He's always a player that's dealing with something, but he's got the rare instincts that you want for that position. My fear is, Landon, after all of these injuries, is he just no longer the athlete that we saw at Ohio State and that we kind of fell in love with? I, I That has me worried. But again, if the price is two or three million, sign me up because if he reaches his ceiling or seventy-five percent of that his ceiling, he is a high, high quality starter at free safety that you really paid nothing for. So I'm still I would be fine and I would be very happy with either of these signings. But Malik Hooker is the one guy that I could really, really get behind. Sign both. Yeah, I mean I look I have because I think I think that's the problem. You're right, is that you, you can't – I mean, both of them coming off of Achilles injuries that they suffered last year. Like, yep. And when they start the season, uh, both of them won't even be a year away from that injury, which is you know yes. disconcerting, especially if you're starting free safety. Sign both, and you've got insurance built in, and, 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 and you've got a, a, a players that you feel comfortable can do the position well and play it at a high level when they're healthy, uh, and then they can become each other's insurance. I don't know if that's realistic. I don't know if both players would sign, you know, if they knew that the other person was there, probably. But uh, I, probably I, not. I, no, I, probably not. But I, I think more what I'm advocating for, I guess, is sign one of them and still draft another free safety because Two. I just think that there's, it's just neither one of them. I like both of them, and I like both of them when they're playing. But I don't know that I can uh, uh, just r- rely on the fact that both of them will play full time, and then mm-hmm. suddenly now you're just you're you're putting Donovan Wilson into that role full time, and you're still going to have to go out and get a free safety when these guys are injured. So I would I would say sign one and draft one. So I was going to say if the Cowboys let's say sign Casey, that's not going to prohibit you at all from taking let's say a Richie Grant in the second round if he's available to you, correct? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You I, want Richie Grant? Still want Richie right. Grant? Yeah. All right, before we leave, I want an answer. Which one is not the one that you want them to sign? Which one is the better fit with Donovan Wilson and Keanu Neal? Because to me, it's probably Casey, just because he is familiar with Neal. Uh, what about you? Which one do you think is the better fit? Yeah, I mean, I think Casey is because, you know, like I said, he's played in this defense before. Uh, I know that, that that Hooker, this is what Hooker does best playing that kind of single safety high role, uh, but he hasn't done a ton of it in, at, at Indianapolis. And that's been part of the issue is he's been playing a little bit out of uh, position sometimes when he's playing in the split safety stuff. Mm. So uh, I think if you're, if you're trying to play it safe, because uh, he's the guy to go with. Do you ultimately expect the Cowboys to end up with one of these two players? Yes. Okay. And I would agree. And I, I, I lean towards Casey, yeah. uh, but it sounds like he has more interest in the open market than Malik Hooker. Uh, it is something to monitor over the next couple of days. Uh, one more question, Landon, before we leave. We both expect them to sign a safety. What else do the Cowboys need to do in free agency? They have around $12 million to spend. Probably want to save about half of that for the rookie class and some other little signings. What other position would you like to see the Cowboys target in free agency? 
I mean, I think the names that we've talked about are all are all on the table. Cornerback, defensive tackle, um, you know, the, the, just to kind of shore up the spot if you wanted to a little bit. They did a little bit work at cornerback, obviously, but I wouldn't be surprised if they decided that they wanted to go get, get a, a name like Richard Sherman or something and maybe just having to bypass drafting corner high. Um, but I'm, I'm not necessarily advocating that. I'm just saying it could be something they do. Defensive tackles, another spot. I think that they probably could fit one more guy if they wanted yep. to. Um, and and you know I think right now they they've kind of have the depth. If they wanted to just go in clean, they could go in like uh, just cleanly like there. Maybe a tight end. Uh, definitely backup quarterback. Some point at some point is going to need to come in the, into play. Um, so I, I think those are all the kind of spots that they should be kind of casually looking for deals at. They, they need another proven veteran corner, right? And it, it doesn't have to be a big money deal. No. I've been mentioning Kevin King as an option. I still think that's fairly realistic. Uh, Gary on Conley, they need somebody with starting level experience on the outside uh, just in case they go into this draft and don't wind up with a Caleb Farley or a Patrick Sertan. And it seems like the market is slowing down a little bit there. Would not be surprised if the Cowboys ultimately get that deal done uh, over the next couple of weeks. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnCowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.